Welcome back to Six Pennies Podcast. This is Timmy. I got Albie here with me today. It's just the two of us, but that means it's finally time for us to do our cruise pod. Our friend Mock doesn't really hold the same respect that we do for Tom Cruise. So it's finally time for us to take some time to gush in adoration for Tom Cruise as we prepare to watch The Mummy, which is coming out in theaters in the in the next week or so. Before we get started, today's episode of the Six Pennies Podcast is brought to you by Derek Shaw and our friends at Farmers Insurance. Albie, I'm not sure about you. In Dallas, you guys have like hailstorms and stuff. We have earthquakes in LA that I should probably be more worried about. Um, I don't want to be caught unprepared next time there's some sort of emergency. So I would suggest that we all get a home, life, or auto insurance quote today from Derek. He's waiting for your call for a free consultation. You can check his Facebook page for details at facebook.com slash Derek Shaw Insurance. That's D-E-R-E-K-S-H-A-W Insurance. And his phone number is 214-729-6462. Once again, that's Derek Shaw at Farmers Insurance. All right, Albie, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing all right. I'm pretty excited. I'm really excited for Tom Cruise. I'm sure you're excited. Yes. Our, our loyal listeners already know that you are a big fan, and there's good reason for that. The guy has been, been around for um, since before we were born. Yeah, way like, before. Like acting in movies since before we were born, right? Yeah, and um, a lot of people also know how much I love LeBron James, and I'm going to be comparing Tom Cruise to LeBron James like multiple times Whoa. today. Whoa, okay. All right, well, we're going to start with Tom Cruise's best movies, and we couldn't just list like the top few because there's just so many great movies out there. So we're going to go by decade. We'll start with the 80s. And I want you to tell me your favorite one or two best movies from Tom Cruise during the 80s. Yeah, so the 80s were pretty hard for me because you have a lot of movies that really put him on the map. And not only did they put him on the map, but some of the movies he made are like iconic Hollywood movies just in general, you know, from like Top Gun to Rain Man, things like that. But I want to highlight a movie that's overlooked pretty often, and that's Cocktail. Uh, him and Elizabeth Shue, he's a bartender, he's hilarious, and Elizabeth Shue is really pretty in it. And so, I love I've never that- i Cocktail. Oh man, it's, it's good, man. You should watch it today. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe. My, my favorite is Top Gun, you mentioned it. Nice. I think the movie itself is like pretty good, but it's just so iconic and memorable. Probably- the thing I remember the most, though, is that um, when I was little, my dad would, when he got like his new sound system at home, his new stereos, um, surround sound with the with the with the TV, he would play Top Gun over and over again, so you could hear like the the fighter jets like playing in the like behind our ears and stuff. Or when we walked into a Best <laughs> Buy, it was it was always playing. Did you did you have that experience? Uh, I did, but probably not as frequently as you did, because I feel like your dad bought a new TV and new speakers, like, every year. No, like, every, every three years. Like, every yes. every Black Friday, like, I feel like he brought something back. <laughs> he definitely taught me to love Black Friday, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why Top Gun's my favorite. Uh, I, I mean, Top Gun 2 is going to come out soon, right? Are yes. They, are they producing it? Yes. Or is it just announced? Uh, I think, I think it was just announced, but I know they're going to have, you know, sand volleyball with jeans and <laughs> amazing like high fives and amazing music but you're right like top gun in general is is so iconic it's it might be like 
the movie, arguably the movie like of our generation, you know? I think it's of a generation before us because we were only like under like five years old. That's true. At the time, right? That's true. But I mean, yeah, like you mentioned, I, I definitely watched it more than once. So, what do you think about the '90s? I think I would have to go straight to Jerry Maguire. Ooh. So I mean, he did he did a bunch of serious stuff in the '90s. Yeah. Um, Few Good Men and um, actually not that much serious stuff. But Jerry Maguire is definitely one of them. Mission Impossible would be up there too, but. Um, if anybody's heard our sports podcast, you know Jerry Maguire is one of the top two or three best sports movies of all time. So uh, that that's my favorite. It, it, do you agree? I, I yeah, I agree with that. There's just so many amazing like lines, so many memorable scenes. You show me the money. You had me, you at, had hello. me at hello. Like those are really really amazing like lines from just this one actor. Um, but I will say that because of his amazing good looks and chiseled face. In like a few good men and the firm being a lawyer, those were actually the movies that really hit me the most because it kind of made me uh, want to become a lawyer myself. That's why you went to law school. It's yeah. all about Tom Cruise. It's all about Tommy. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Uh, if we go into two thousands, this is where he starts going into like ultra god mode for action movies. <laughs> um, I think he listed out before the. When we're doing the best action stars of each decade, the 2000s, he has this incredible run where he goes Mission Impossible 2 and 3. He has Minority Report, Collateral, Last Samurai. Um, he has his really iconic, fun role in Tropic Thunder that's unexpected. That's all in the span of like six or seven years. So what's your favorite out of those? So you're right. Those movies are amazing. And that run is just ridiculous. But I would say the movie that really set him apart for me because, I mean, before the 2000s, I was just, like, uh, a regular fan. Kind of like myself and, you know, like, Kevin Durant or something. Like, I understand that he's great. Kevin Durant? You hate that guy. I understand that he's great, but at the same time, oh, okay. I, I don't really adore him until okay. Collateral. And the reason being is because in Collateral, you actually see this um, Tom Cruise character playing as the bad guy. Like, he is the main antagonist. And you just never see that from such a, a huge movie star at the time, especially in the 2000s, because it's all about, like, perception. And oh, yeah, so is that, like, his only movie where he's the bad guy? I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest. Maybe there were some earlier movies where he was a bad guy, but he wasn't the main guy, you know? Whereas with Collateral, he's front and center, the main, the main character in the movie, and the main character is an antagonist. So for That's him... True. Yeah, for him, that was awesome. And then I'm also a huge, like, Jamie Foxx fan. And so yeah. it was just the combination of two great actors that I love. Yeah, he's always the protagonist, good guy, hero, action star. He's, that, that's, like, the only one where he's, he's not the, uh, where he's the villain. That, that's a good point. He's kinda, that's kind of like his LeBron James decision year for you, huh? Yeah, those, those were his Miami Heat years where he <laughs> played the villain. And um, it, it honestly, you're right, because it honestly made me like lebron more because it made people hate lebron yeah because you wanted to be the instigator and go against the grain yeah for sure contrarian so then if we go into the this decade the 2010s this is lebron on the Cavs, right or i guess when he's uh the later heat years plus the Cavs. but anyway i mean there's <laughs> there's some good movies there too it's not even over yet there's two more mission impossible movies there's uh Jack Reacher series, there's um, Edge of Tomorrow, which we watched together. Oh, man. My, fa 
I think my favorite's Edge of Tomorrow. What, what about you? Edge of Tomorrow is definitely up there, and I think just the chemistry he had with Emily Blunt, the movie, the premise about it is is great. But I love space movies, from like Gravity to um, Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar, things like that. I love them. And with that being said, I I really enjoyed Oblivion, and it's oh. it's because um, Oblivion, even though it was a space movie and an action movie, it was actually really like morbid and sad in my opinion like the theme was pretty sad and you know me i am a sucker for sad movies and for movies that make me cry <laughs> songs that make me cry and so oblivion made the most impact for me out of the 2010s what about you you said edge of tomorrow i think edge of tomorrow just rewatching it i can rewatch it over and over again just like the movie oh yeah up. just just like the movie nice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So to make sure the audience gets this uh, gets this straight, so Albie really likes um, sad things, but hates scary things. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's a lot of great cruise movies. So who is your favorite cruise character in all those movies? Um, is it Jerry Maguire? Is it Ethan Hunt? Is it I don't even know who else could it be? It would probably be Jerry Maguire. Um, I think it was a combination of like the legal aspect but also he was like this kind of like this lost guy and he just didn't he didn't know what to do with his life but he had the right morals the right attitude and it kind of reminds me of myself in my 30s and so wow that's getting deep yeah that's that's why i love jerry Maguire, and also like that was peak cuba gooding too right well i mean he I mean, yeah, he he doesn't. It's not like he had a lot of other stuff at all. I think he had Pearl Harbor and then that back to back, which was pretty amazing. Yeah, Pearl Harbor's like ninety eight, ninety nine, or something. Yeah. Um, and then he plays OJ. You got you got to watch the OJ document or the OJ FX series. Is it's it gonna good. make me cry? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you're not gonna get scared by it, so it's it's worth it. All right. Uh, Jerry Maguire's definitely top two or three for me. Um, Ethan Hunt is probably up there, but I don't have as much of a connection to him, like you mentioned. Uh, Jerry Maguire, you can connect to him, you feel like his emotions. Ethan Hunt is just a spy. Um, but my favorite character, I think, is the, the uh, executive he plays in Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. I don't even know his name. I think it was just so surprising and um, out of character for what you'd expect for Tom Cruise, where he's like a bald, fat guy dancing and cussing and stuff. Yeah. Um, I also think I watched that one with a little bit of alcohol, so it was it was very exciting to see. <laughs> Tropic, Th- Tropic Thunder with alcohol would have been amazing. I watched it in a, in a back-to-back um, where we went to the theater and watched, I think, I forgot, what, Pineapple Express might have been the first one? I, I don't remember, but it was a pretty great back-to-back for the uh, just the combo of two comedies and some alcohol with some buddies. Yeah. All right, so those are the good ones. What about the worst movies? That There probably aren't a lot, but there's some. Uh, I think his worst movie for me has to be Night and Day Ooh. with Cameron Diaz. Yeah. That, that's a bad one, right? It's just a few years ago. Th- that is a bad one, and I'm, I'm going to kind of defend my boy Tommy here, and I'm going to bring back LeBron. And it's because, <laughs> like, Tom Cruise has set such a high standard for himself, whether it's, like, quality of the movie or just box office hits, that... When you have a movie like Night and Day, even though it's not up to his standards, people are, like, hating on him. But with that being said, Night and Day probably made, like, a few hundred million dollars worldwide, you know? And any other actor would love that. So I equate that to, like, LeBron James. Let's say LeBron James 
um, you know, this playoff run, he's on a crazy, crazy, like, series of games. But he had one off game, and his off game was, like, 35 and 5. And it's like, are you serious? Like, any Hall of Famer, any top 20 player in the history of the NBA would love to have a game like that. But for LeBron James, that's considered an off game. Man, you, you love... You love LeBron James and Tom Cruise. By the way, uh, Night and Day made $261 million worldwide. See? Like, $260 million, man. On a budget of 117 so it's a pretty good return. That's impressive. Yes, so speaking of which, I'm I'm actually looking at this list of, you know, like box office giants or actors who's made the most money in Hollywood, basically, and he is not, he's not like top 10. He's number 15, which is what? Yeah, he's not that high. However, it's kind of it's kind of cheating because the top ten is just consi- consisted of players or actors who are in like Harry Potter or Hunger Games or all these like um, superhero mo- yeah superhero movies, and so they make a ton of mo- money even though you know they're not the uh, main actor. They're just like you know. So is Robert Downey Jr. like number one? He's not one, but I think he's like number. 12 or 13 or something like that. That's it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, yeah. I guess Cruz is, is pretty much a box office hit no matter what. But part of that is probably because he can do so much. We mentioned all these action movies and then his, his comedic roles that he's been in, the drama he did earlier in his career. Um, nobody else – there's very few other actors in Hollywood that do all three of those, action, drama, and comedy, right? Like off the top of my head, I would think Will Smith – um, Mox Boy, Tom Hanks has done some of it. Maybe like Bruce Willis or Denzel, they've done a little of each, right? Um, I would say Bruce Willis is is I wouldn't I wouldn't put Bruce Willis in Tom Cruise's like I don't know like even like stratosphere because not that I hate Bruce Willis, but let's say he's in like a um, a chick flick or a comedy or something. He's still acting as the tough guy. Like that's that's oh, his yeah. humor, you know. It's not something like that friends. Yeah, it's not something that he's he's changing in terms of his character. He's just being who he is. Um but I will say Will Smith, Moxboy, like you said, like during his peak, which lasted about I don't know, between five to ten years, he had a string of movies that were amazing and it consisted of like you said, action, drama, chick flicks, comedies. Um, Will Smith did do it all in those five years. With that being said, the difference between Will Smith is we're talking about Tom Cruise, and he's been doing this for four decades. So <laughs> I, I think it's a little longer for Will Smith, maybe like 10 to 15. 15? Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, Fresh Prince is early 90s, uh, and then he's got some, like, half comedy half action with men in black independence day those types of movies bad boys and then it moves into some of the drama pursuit of the happiness ali um he's got more action i am legend right yeah and guy, he does have a lot of stuff and he has hitch which is you know oh, great yeah wow will smith should we have just brought mock onto this pod just for these five minutes i mean we can do a will smith pod one of these days i think he would like that um you know the other guy who kind of does it all sometimes is Matt Damon. You you love Matt Damon. Oh uh, yeah, he's in my Mount I Rushmore. His comedy might be a little bit lacking, but he's pretty like he's done bit roles in Thirty Rock, and he's been pretty funny. Have you seen him in Stuck on You? Uh, I did not 
it's an early yeah early matt damon movie and he is super funny in it and that was before he was this huge jason bourne action star and i thought he was going to be a comedic actor at the time and so when jason bourne came out that was more surprising to me because i was like wow i had no idea this guy could like fight and jump and stuff like that but that just brings me to another point about tom cruise right we talk about like these action stars and uh, cool scenes and stuff like that. I don't think any of them do the same amount of stunts that Tom Cruise does. Like he does most, if not all, of his stunts from like holding his breath to running up the side of a building to hanging off the plane. Like Tom Cruise is ridiculous, man. Uh, yeah, it's like him and Jackie Chan and Keanu Reeves for John Wick. He does all a bunch of stunts too. Um, but yeah, the, those scenes you mentioned, um, the airplane one and then the underwater, that's both Mission Impossible, like the newest Mission Impossible. I wanted to ask you about that. Like, wh- Which of those Mission Impossible movies is your favorite? Um, that's kind of hard. I mean, I liked the, the recent ones, but I really, really love the first one, the original. And oh. that's, that's only because it was like such a, such a surprise to me. Like, I didn't know anything about the story. Uh, you also have an amazing soundtrack, you know, and yeah. then like the one scene when he's like just like jumping down the tunnel or the the capsule that you know he barely touches oh, the ground. Hangs there. Yeah, like that was pretty cool. What about you? Yeah, I think the the whole movie though just wasn't as exciting. Um, I like Mission Impossible two and three the best. Two is the one where there's the virus, and then he's got that motorcycle chase scene on top of a hill and. He fights the guy and rock bottoms him and stuff. Um, I feel like I've probably seen that one a lot too on cable or on Netflix or on, I don't know, on Blu-ray or something. You, you I, def- it seems like something. You definitely watched that because your dad bought all those yeah, TVs, man. Exactly. I think that was like the, the, the early 2000s. That was the sample movie instead of Top Gun. Yeah. And then 3 is also on TV a lot. And that one is uh, like the Philip Seymour Hoffman one when michelle monaghan i really enjoyed that one too yeah um, one is just not as i don't know it's not as rewatchable for me the new ones are good too yeah i haven't seen one recently and it's probably really outdated and the acting is outdated and stuff but just those scenes you know it, it just like set it, to me it put tom cruise in my map in terms of like oh wow he's a present day action star when i was like 10 years old or whatnot when it came out it, it's also impressive because Mission Impossible was like 1994, 95 or something. Yeah. And they're getting into the sixth one that they're making, I think now, for the next year or two. So that's like a 20-year span for Mission Impossible, or more than 20 years. So you're Whereas saying he's like, he, you're saying he's almost like the Tim Duncan of Hollywood. I was Dirk. I was <laughs> Dirk since you love him so much. But... I do love Dirk, but Duncan <laughs> won like 18 years apart or something like that. Oh yeah, that's true. Or like Kareem or something like that. But I was gonna try to compare Mission Impossible with something like, like Born. There's like four or five of those movies. Or like Fast and Furious. Yeah. What, how would you rank those three, um, those three series? I'm actually very, very high on Jason Bourne, the Bourne series, oh. the ones without what's his name, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Oh, that was a bad one. The first two were amazing. First three. First three, yeah, first three. Well, uh, three... Yeah, the two were the best. Three seemed pretty rushed. 
Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, the but, first two were outstanding, though. Yeah, the first two were amazing. Jeremy Renner killed it, but then Matt Damon Four. brought it back, of course. The uh, fifth one was, it was okay. It wasn't nearly as good as one, two, three, though. Yeah, and then Fast and the Furious, I mean, we did a... We, I mean, we didn't do a podcast for Fast and the Furious, but we did a podcast for The Rock, and a lot of it no, was... No, we, we did a pocket change about Fast and the Furious, too. Oh, did we? Um, <laughs> I mean, Fast and the Furious has a, you know, has like this spot in my heart that will never go away, and um, so much has happened. It's also been a really long series, like you said. Um, I would rank, in terms of entertainment, I would say Fast and the Furious, and then... Yeah. And then Jason, the Bourne series, and then Mission Impossible. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. I I think Mission Impossible is probably above Bourne for me. Um, and while Fast and Furious is probably more entertaining, I think it's more impressive that, or it is very impressive that Mission Impossible is really just cruise. I mean, there's some other characters that are there, mm-hmm. um, like Simon Pegg, and I mean they're they're in all the movies or in a bunch of the movies, but. Fast and Furious is really a collaboration where they have, you know, at least two stars, more like four or five or seven stars. Yeah. Mission Impossible is all crews. Do you think Mission Impossible will ever turn into, like, the next Bond? Where there's, like, multiple Bonds throughout the years, like, throughout the decades, and it's just going to continue forever? No. No? I don't. You, so you <laughs> think once, once Cruise is done, Mission Impossible series is done... That, yeah, that's a testament to how amazing Tom Cruise is, in my opinion. Man, you love that guy. Okay, <laughs> last last big topic then, because I, I feel like this could be a negative for Tom Cruise, and for me it is. The big question for me is, if I saw Tom Cruise or had the opportunity to, to sit down with him and have dinner or a drink or something, would I enjoy it? And I don't think it would be very <laughs> fun to hang out with the guy, because... I think he's a weirdo. I mean, Scientology might play, play a part in that, but he just seems like he's weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even know if the guy drinks, right? So we wouldn't even be able to meet. <laughs> but if you, like, name other people in the same ilk as Tom Cruise, like a Brad Pitt, you know he's going to drink. You know he's going to have fun. Like a Leonardo DiCaprio, he's just going to have supermodels all around. That would be fun. <laughs> Come on, you'd be so intimidated hanging out with those guys. But it'll still be fun. Would word. you not have fun, though? Like, just being I with don't... these... Supermodels? I think I not know what to say to them. You don't even need to say anything, right? <laughs> just... I feel like you hang out with, like, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I mean, Chris Pratt. But then, like, you're hanging out with Chris Pratt and Anna Faris, too, because they're so close. Uh, that's, not, that's not as fun. Unless it's about, Chris like, Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence in, in Passengers. I don't want to hang out with Jennifer Lawrence. I do. That would be fun. Really? Yeah. Well, but going back, so you said Chris, then. Not, not a fun hang. Compared to other people, like, you know Will Smith, you know that guy is going to have oh, a Smith lot of fun. fun. And you yeah. know he loves sports, so he's going to, like, watch sports with you. He's probably, sure. like, like personally himself spent time with Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods and those people. And so he has definitely. all these stories he can talk about. And Will Smith def- definitely would be a good hang. He can definitely rap. He can act. And so he would be way like more him? fun than Tom Cruise. Would you like hang out with LeBron? Oh, yeah. LeBron is such a great guy on and off the court. Um, Would you rather hang out with LeBron or Dirk for an hour? For one hour, probably Dirk. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I feel like, <laughs> right. I feel like Dirk I feel like Dirk is just like the guy next door, right? Just this goofy seven-footer. So would you rather hang out with, um, with LeBron or with Tom Cruise? I would say Dirk won, Pitt two... LeBron wow. three, Tom Cruise four. 
Tom Cruise four above Will Smith. I probably put Tom Cruise like. Well, out of those like four, out of those four, out of those four people. One day we'll just do a ranking of like top celebrities want to hang out with. That'd be fun, actually. Cruise, I don't think Tom Cruise would be anywhere on my list. He would, yeah. I don't think he would crack the top thirty, which is Ugh. which is kind of sad because he's a top five actor of all time. Whoa. Top five. Hollywood star of all time, right? Yeah, because I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, like, um, what's his name, Frank like Sinatra, our, like, yeah, Frank Sinatra, and those, the that type. He's John, definitely a top two or three action star. John ever. Wayne, John Wayne, like. Oh yeah, you know, you know them. You love watching those old westerns and stuff. I do, I do, but I don't know how they were back then. I, I mean, they were probably huge womanizers, to be honest. So you love hanging out with them, <laughs> Alright, let's wrap this up. Thanks for joining the Six Pennies podcast and in our cruise pod. Hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or on SoundCloud and give us a like on Facebook.